Hello. Hello. Um, oh, that doesn't work now because you say hello. Oh, sorry. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait okay, a minute, cool. Yeah, That's on. cool. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Uh, we're going to start with an unboxing um, that has been sent to us from Japan, Matt Dyson. Oh, yes. I have a long, long love affair with Japan. You do, don't you? Yes, because I remember seeing Michael Palin go there as part of 80 Days Around the World. Oh, yeah. And then the Blue Peter presenters debunked there for a whole week when I was about 14. Did they? I don't remember that. Uh, well, they did. And whilst um, I'm not a huge... Well, I wasn't an avid watcher of Blue Peter, even though I totally agree with their recycling policy. You know, yeah. sending your plastic bottles, let's look after planet Earth. They led the way when it came to recycling. Um, and they were like looking at the cutting-edge technology, but this was in about 92, 93, yeah. so the cutting-edge technology was uh, Super Mario Kart, not sex dolls. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, I love Japan. I'm not as much as Pete Donaldson, who we believe has a secret family there. We think so. Maybe this has come from his secret wife <laughs> in Japan. He <laughs> is the there pretty much on a, a bi-weekly basis. He's in Japan. If you ever go, where's Pete Donaldson? He's in Japan. You don't even need to ask the question. Yeah, yeah. If, you're not, if you can't see Pete, he's in Japan. Yeah, he's right. in Japan, and we're big in Japan, like, uh, I like Alphaville. <sighs> oh, it's lots of what is it? Lots of delicious Japanese treats, man. Oh, Bison. nice. Uh, open your oh, big right. bear paws. Okay, great. There ah. you go. Oh, thank you. That's nice. Let's wow. try. What I, one of the things I love about Japan are the stamps. They have oh. such lovely stamps. Yeah. That is Woody and Buzz Lightyear wow. on a stamp to Playful send it to the UK. Stamps. Yeah, not just old people like f- we have. Yeah, just well, old. We do have old people. Interestingly, a friend of mine, uh, she was recently in Canada, and she sent me a picture of one of the, the kind of the currencies there that denote the Queen, Queen Elizabeth yeah. II, and they've used an up-to-date picture. They use the current one? Yeah, because the Royal Mint obviously love Queen Elizabeth II, so they give her some Instagram filters, don't they? Yeah. They've, they've always <laughs> put her in a favourite. They're using light. Nashville and putting yeah, up the colour yeah. on it a little bit. Soft- so Focus for her yeah. match, yeah. Um, so this has been sent to us by, um, kindest regards, uh, Yamiko Inone. Uh, so, um, uh, arigato, uh, Yamiko. Wow. Uh, that's thank you. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure these are going to be Gucci Sosama. Whoa, which really... is delicious. Yes, yeah, great. You know which your stuff. Delicious. Yeah, uh, that looks nice. So we're going to munch down on these while you enjoy the podcast. If you have access to chocolate right now, we suggest that you do the same, just so it kind of makes it a bit more of a 4D experience. Yeah, yeah. You can hear us. You can look at a picture of us on whichever device you're listening to this through, and eat chocolate while we're eating chocolate. Yeah, it's almost like a 4D experience. Eat while you listen. Yeah. What aftershave do you wear, Matt, or deodorant? Are you still a are you still a Lynx Java uh, guy? Uh, no, a sure underarm antiperspirant. Guy. Well, spray some of that around the room for the total 4D <laughs> yeah. experience. Um, because coming up, we have Valentine's Day with a twist. We have got giant, and I do mean giant chicken nugs. And <laughs> from last week, our Rag and Bone Man gig, I spent some time with him backstage before he went on and wowed all of his fans. You can hear how we got along. That's all on the way. Once again, Arigato for downloading the podcast. And the show is so big today, it can be seen from space. Because coming up over the next few hours, we're going to be joined by the one and only Mr James Bay is going to be popping by. We've got your chance to win tickets to be at the Brits 2018. And I'm going to be announcing more of the lineup for this year's Isle of Wight Festival as they celebrate 50 years in the business. Very exciting. Um, but let's start, shall we, with the cake trolley. Oh, yeah. The cake trolley's gone round. Uh, thank you, Ruth, in advance. Really lovely. Um, and there were some interesting choices made by uh, members of the team here, mm. and there were some interesting cake options on, on, in general. Yeah. Um, so you went for a Tunnock's tea cake. Yes. 
classic. Almost like a half biscuit, half cake. It represents yeah. you. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's a safe pair of hands. Yes. It's, yes apart sweet. from when you forget to put your own mind up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's sweet. It's, it's sweet. got a crunchy bottom. And it's got a soft, <laughs> mallow centre. It really has. It's <laughs> nice. Um, I went for a um, bake called tart. Yes, you did, yeah. It's, again, it's represents classic. me perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Proper Mr Kipling. Yeah. Full on. Cherry on the top. Yeah, Cherry berry. Cherry berry. You do the yeah. math. Yeah. Ben Burrell went for a pink French fancy. Well, yes, mm. he did, didn't he? Now, that was very interesting. Do you like a French fancy? I do like a French fancy. I actually had one of the French fancy, but just... Oh, it, you had a French fancy as well? It disappeared in a mouthful. Yeah, it's a, it's a one-mouthful cake. Do you not oh. tempted to middle the li- nibble the little creamy button off the top first? Uh, no, before I getting see, into yeah, the sponge? sometimes I have done that in the past, but not, not today. No. So, we've all done really well. And once again, lovely to have a cake trolley here at Absolute Radio. Yeah. Um, but there was also... Also, I haven't seen them since I was a child, mm. and I loathe them then, and I loathe them even I more now. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. Well, it's the jam tart. The jam tart. I mean, I can't... I mean, one had gone. Someone in the building has eaten a jam tart. Over all those delightful cakes, why would you pick a jam tart? If you are the person in the building, you can hear us right now, and you pick the lemon curd jam oh, tart. The Please pop down the to the studio so we can give you a cuddle, because clearly you need some it's, help. It's bleak, isn't it? It's like the worst moment of your childhood when you... It reminds you, your granny used to get out a jam tart. <laughs> oh, God, you've got nothing else. I'd rather have, like, a custard cream biscuit or something. The actual word you used earlier were, you know where you can shove your cake, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's true. Like Richie Rich over there. Yeah, but they're just so... Bl- it's just this pastry, dry pastry and just some jam. Do you know, I mean, it reminds oh, me of it reminds grim. me of, this, of the school uniform that is being hung on the front of my wardrobe door and I've got to sit down and watch Songs of Praise. Well, not that we oh, have to watch right, Songs of Praise. Yeah. But that was the level of television that was on at that time. Yeah, Nothing yes, interesting yeah. whatsoever Bleak while we times. suckle on a jam tart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so grim. Now... The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. Good afternoon, one and all. I hope your Monday's treated you well. Many people kind of like to try and hide away a little bit on Monday. I know that I'm certainly guilty of that. Uh, And today, Matt and I, well, we've been bombarded by strange emails and requests. Very strange emails. Shall I do mine first? Please do. Uh, It just reads, it starts off with, the top lines worried me slightly. I thought this must be from an old friend of mine. I don't know what was going on. It just says... Dear Dyson. <laughs> I mean, so they've looked up, they found out my email address and just gone straight in with Dear Dyson. Dear Dyson. It sounds like it could be a complaint hey, coming as well, but no. Hey, Dyson, man. It's from some sort of communications company. Uh, and it reads like this Dear Dyson, I was wondering if you might be interested in learning more about the recent expansion of the Middle East's leading English language daily paper, Arab News, into Pakistan. Well, uh, they got you down pat, haven't they? I mean, if you're going to be tagging anything on a Monday morning before a show... Why did they specifically target me? I don't understand it. But, I don't uh, get it, Dyson. I mean, it's great news. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's great news about the Arab news uh, branching out into Pakistan. It's excellent. It's not something we talk about a lot on this show, though, no. I don't think, is it? No, it's not been a cornerstone of our broadcasting <laughs> time on air no. together. Um, so you're being called Dyson. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been invited to... Um, Hi, Dave. Hope hope you're well. I wanted to let you know that CEO of Raz al Tourist Board, uh, Haytham Matar, yeah. will be in London next Monday. Ooh. And it turns out uh, he wants to 
take me for either breakfast, lunch, or just grab a quick coffee in person to talk about the world's longest zip line. <laughs> wow, what an invitation. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I sort of, I'm quite keen to take him up on oh, that. You, well, do you know what? You, we'll swap. Why don't we swap <laughs> okay, invitation? Great. I'll be Dyson for the day, and you can go and talk to this guy about a zip line wow. over a coffee. Dave Berry, not making a big deal out of it on Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Please welcome the one and only Mr. James Bay, everybody. <laughs> Hey, James. Thank you for having me. Uh, my first question is, I've got a lot of friends called James. Right. As a Dave, there's a, you know, I know what it's like to have a, a common name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I, if I occasionally slip into calling you Jim, is that acceptable? Not a problem. Not okay, a problem okay, mate. Okay, I've got a lot of Dave you, mates. I've got a lot of James mates. I've got a few Jim mates. Do you ever, do you ever go for a Davey? Have you ever called a Dave a Davey? Davey boy. Davy Boy. Sometimes. So I'll be Davy Boy, you be Jim. Not sure. <laughs> I love the new material, by the way. Thank you. Um, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first, and I presume you're going to be asked this as you embark on your new... Shall I just get to it? Let's do it. Let's talk about the image. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, when someone who has... Because I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's, a, there's an old saying about silhouettes. People yeah. are famous because of their silhouettes. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that when you adopted the hat originally right. and whether that had any uh, say in you uh, or any influence on you dropping wearing that Here's hat. the thing. Because okay. there, was a, there was one or two interviews, definitely, and there was one that I saw... Um, just sort of towards the end of the campaign of the first album and, and it, was an, it was an interview, printed interview and at the top there was a paragraph and it said that even artists 30, 40 years into their career, not a lot of them who've got that far and sustained a, a career in music can say that, you know, not a lot of those can we say have a recognisable silhouette. But James has that as well, which was, it made me, it made me think for a second. Yeah. Okay. Um, that might have been the one moment where I sort of considered what I was doing, cutting my hair and sacking off the, the hat. What does this do for when you have to fix your hair because you were allowed as James Bay to have a bad hair day? You were able to hide well, underneath the hat when yeah, you felt like yeah. just putting the world away. It's and, new, now, it's new, and now you have a quiff. It's a new assault you have, you have locks to yeah, work yeah, on. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I do. It's a new, it's a new, a whole new world. I'd had long hair for over 10 years. If we're going to evolve and change both musically and in style, as you say, which is important yeah. in popular music, if you ever go back to the hat, uh -huh. right now, I've had this made for you this cost like half the budget this is like i feel like i'm obliged we, therefore we, we, we've nearly had to let andy bush go because of the wages we've spent on this it's a hat with your initial on it it's really great in lights fantastic okay well done let's put it down there yes yeah, put it down there okay <laughs> um, you're 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 very charitable I'm carry on. <laughs> uh, now wild love is out now yeah, uh slightly different sound um when, when does that when does that come about for you well first album chaos in the calm and, and, and there's a whole selection there's a whole host of artists that that inspired that sound and that songwriting for me it was bruce springsteen kings of leon um the killers ryan adams people like that good, good people to have as oh fantastic inspiration yeah. some really, of the good guys yeah really amazing music and and, and um I, I drew on some of those making this this second record but then and some of those would be david bowie and prince um the strokes and then there were newer ones for me i you know in the last few years i've got quite heavily into Blondie's music. I've got heavily into LCD sound system. So there's, there's this whole new selection of music. Was, was it neat? at least the big initial 
inspiration behind this the new sound and wanting to explore and changing my 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 sound and style well that sets it up perfectly uh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it's the brand new one by james bay this is wild love on absolute radio dave berry taking care of business absolute radio it's the dave berry show on absolute radio with me james bay everyone uh great to see you james uh you furnished us with a whole load of new music and a new look we're also talking about your musical influences uh the strokes this is it unbelievably 16 years old yeah because it's it's a, it's it's now a classic it's album a time i classic. say that as a guy yeah, yeah. who remembers it yeah. and loved a, it and it feels like just yesterday I'll tell you what though it's a, it's a timeless classic it's timeless the songs are timeless the sound it feels relevant now like it did then absolutely and yeah. when it came out and you remember it coming out i remember it coming out and i was heavily at the time i was like a i was about 12 or 13 and i was heavily into the rolling stones and like van morrison and like otis redding and people like that and it came out and a lot of my friends at school my musical friends were really into all the early kings of leon stuff that was going on then and that strokes record and so it's really interesting i have a a a, a little bit of a nostalgia for it but it's coming to me like fresh now 15 16 years later so and it still feels exciting was there any strokes tracks that you would bust because i know you you started off you know what i I couldn't you know last night get a little play with the hat on the floor man i that wasn't one that got got a play to be honest but like I mean, thinking back, I probably, I, I would have, I would have and should have put more covers into my busking set. I was a little bit bold as a busker and I do a what, few. you did your own stuff? Yeah. I mean, did you, did you, did you do well? Did you? Early work? days. I, to be honest, I went home like jangling with money. Like, yeah. Okay. Some, sometimes. Well, okay. Like, There's no need to show off. No, 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 I mean, no, 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 no. We all know you've done well for yourself, man. I mean, you know, we're all jangling with money. You know, you don't become the home time host on Absolute Radio about jangling oh, with money, Sorry, James. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, of course. We've got the guitar here. Would you do a little, would you do one Absolutely. of the covers that you did? We'd love to, it's slightly out of tune. I've done my best to tune it but I think maybe as it was back in the day it's just it's just slightly you've got a very loose E string there (laughs) I hope I hope all of you have bought change with you (laughs) we've got we've got a hat with a giant B on it that you can put it in as well I've got to leave it jangling (laughs) Uh, how's it go when you're down and confused and you can't remember who you're talking to Concentration Slip away Cause your baby So far away There's a road Fistic club And the eagle flies With the dove Know if you can't be With the one you love Love the one you're with Love the one you're with Love the one you with. Love the one you with. Yeah. <laughs> Worth a pound of any jangling all the way home yet again, James Bay. Um, now listen, during the duration of um, of Best Fake Smile, I'm going to make you earn your plug. Oh yeah, it's called Mail Order Bribe. So I'm going to give you the Argos catalogue, oh, right. and you're going to pick me something out for oh, 24.99 right. or less oh, right. to earn your plug. 24.99 or less, you've got the duration of this tune to pick it. Wow. It's Mail Order Bribe with James Bay. He cuts quite a dash. It's Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. It's Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. James Bay is with me, taking part in Mail Order Bribe. Um, you've said it's a few quid over, but I'm worth it. Absolutely. So thanks for that, Cheryl Cole. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, are we, uh, what are we going for then? Do you want me to say the brand of this thing? I want the brand. I want the catalogue number. Gonna, let, me, let me read it out to you, OK? okay. This is a, a, coming in at uh, a few quid over 24.99. Yeah. This How is much a, is a few quid? It's twenty seven ninety nine. Aren't you, James? This is twenty seven ninety nine. This is serious. This is a physique. You are a bubble, king amongst men. Bubble foot spa. 
So, Dave, after a, after yeah. a hard day on your feet, the yeah. Visique Bubble Foot Spa is a luxurious way to ease your aches and pains. With three great settings, the roller massager can provide heat, massage, or both. The foot spa comes with a splash guard for less mess. Three attachments, heads, massage only, heat only setting, heat and massage setting. Replacement care three years, 745. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wild Love is out now. The album's out in the spring. It's been a real pleasure meeting you at last. Give it up for my friend James Bay, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Thank you, James. Awesome, man. Thank you, man. No Great. worries. And here he is, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Good afternoon. Ten minutes past four is the time. Coming up later in the show, your second chance of the week. We're doing it every single night to win your way in to the Brit Awards. Yes, once again, Matt Dyson will be getting in his time machine so you can win the tickets. But first, well, let's take a little stroll down memory lane to last week uh, when we did a gig with Rag and Bone Man in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And um, when we got to Euston train station, you you allowed me to witness a kind of a lightly battered version of Brief Encounter. Right, yeah, when yeah. you romanced me at Prime Burger at Euston train station. Yeah, yeah, and we had their nugs, their amazing chicken nuggets. <laughs> well, that was, when would that have been? That would have been Thursday going into Friday. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we had a lot of nuggets last week because then during the jukebox, we did a big shout out would anyone send us nuggets and yeah. we were shocked when none of you did. Almost like you've got other things going on in your <laughs> life. Haven't got the time to go buy us nuggets and send them to Golden Square We're in London. The people that send that it's nuggets. weird, isn't it? <laughs> We're obsessed with nuggets, so it's pretty become obsessed with him. Um, so producer James stood up, put his, his hands, his fists on his hips like a superhero and went, I shall bring the nugs! Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and the nugs, did. they did arrive. Oh, it was biblical in a way. Yeah. Um, so we chowed down on nugs and now we turn our attention to Nugzilla. Well, this is, I mean, this is the king of all the nugs. It is one huge chicken nugget the size of 85 regular nugs. Can so it's you, just basically a battered it's chicken. It's just a huge <laughs> slab, right? Oh, it's minced no. chicken chicken in one giant slab dredged in flour and then deep fried. It is about the size of, say, the yellow pages. Uh, like, wow. the old style yellow pages. It's a bit of a dated reference there It for is, you. actually. But so, it's how people still measure the size of their food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you just go yeah. in and you get an Indian takeaway. I have a chicken gel phrase. Half the size of the yellow pages, please, my friend. Uh, yeah. It goes back to that time when we used to get people's phone numbers from looking them up in a book that got posted through your door. Yeah. Unbelievable times Unbelievable they were. Times. But yes, it's a size of an old style yellow pages right and you're not going to believe where is selling this giant creation the Nugzilla as it's called yeah where where they're doing a Nugzilla challenge where you can eat it with some chips as fast as you can they're doing it it's a place called the Rub Smokehouse and Bar, which is on Broad Street in Birmingham, Birmingham where, where we, we were. were last week. <gasps> it's literally within spitting distance of where we were. We're using the yellow pages to bookend a week's worth of content here, <laughs> It's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? We missed the giant Nugzilla. That's what I'm disappointed about. We could have had it. Would you eat? So, well, we could have took it on the question. train back, that whole two and a half hour what, journey. I just like, kind of like <laughs> slumped it down yes. on the table. Have it down, yeah. Would you eat the nug? Would you eat Nugzilla? Oh, I'd try. I mean, I don't think I can eat it all. It looks quite horrendous, really. But uh, I'd certainly have a little slab, a quarter of a nug. Producer Amanda, (laughs) as a vegetarian, this is a living hell, right? right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
I don't know if I could handle the nuts. I think we could uh, both sit on a train like, and we'll both start at one side and then meet in the middle like, like Lady in the Tramp with spaghetti. <laughs> so many romantic movie references between <laughs> us and Nugs. I, I love it. I love it. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. Uh, we weren't even soliciting for your texts or tweets when it came to a giant chicken nugget, mm. but you've not let us down. 81215 is the text number. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Just very briefly, uh, a non on text has gone for, they could call it, Instead of calling it Nugzilla, call it the BFN, Big Friendly Nugget. Um, oh, but we've nice. actually edited yeah. that so we could broadcast it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Use your imaginations. If there was a, if there was one on the kids' menu, so yeah. it was still like as it was still massive compared to a right. normal chicken nugget, but not as big as the adults yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, they could call it Hey Nuggy. Oh, that's good. That's good. Very nice. Thank you. And if uh, when they eventually will, they will open up a giant nugget restaurant in Nottingham, yeah. they could call it Jake Nug. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great way to call it. A big nugget with his little face on. That'd be excellent, wouldn't it? Uh, one more on this. Yeah, before we leave it, Keith from Sunderland Hi, has got an excellent suggestion. Go on. Um, he says, how about Golden Nugate Bridge? Oh, I love Golden it. Golden Nugate Bridge. After Nugary Wharf, this really is good stuff. <laughs> landmarks, people, landmarks. Really good. Um, right, so let's uh, park the Nug chat there, shall we? Oh, yes. uh, we'll probably get back to Nugs at some point in the future, yeah, so you're not going to Park the Nug bus for now. Yeah. Uh, now, Matt, um, you're a family man. Yes, thanks. Family-friendly jokes. Sure oh, thing. Yeah. But my question is, are they actually funny. Right. Now, uh, I kind of, we briefly skimmed over this during the production meeting when we first arrived, and you don't find any jokes funny at all. No, I mean, jokes aren't really around as much as the... In the 80s, everyone used to tell jokes to each other, don't they? It yeah. doesn't really happen much anymore. And clean jokes are, are often not that funny, I find. No, no, they I... often I, generally I, don't make ab- me laugh. Absolutely right. But this is what I'm going to put them to the test. So okay. you can give a yay or a nay. I'm going to go through a list that's been com- uh, compiled. I'm just going to read them out. Um... You know, excuse the delivery. I'm just going to read them straight out. Don't okay, worry. So don't worry. Right. These are family uh, and, friendly jokes. Yeah, and, and as a family man, tell me what, how you think about these. Whether you're going to be telling okay, these right, when you yeah. get back around the table this evening. What happens when a frog's uh, to a frog's car when it breaks down? I don't know. It gets towed away. Mm. No, that's... no one asked you, Patricia. <laughs> that's quite lame. <laughs> That's quite lame, really, isn't it? Uh, I submitted ten puns to a joke-writing competition to see if any of them made the finals. Sadly, no pun intended. Uh, oh, it's got a little cackle there from No, I like it. It's good. <laughs> it, was, it was all right, that. Yeah, it, was, it gets an OK, you know What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One is really heavy, the other is a little lighter. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's good. But they're quite... They're quite big lighters, Zippos, aren't they? Those massive, chunky metal ones, so it doesn't really work. If you ever get cold, stand in the corner of a room for a while, because they're usually 90 degrees. Oh, it's an (laughs) angle-based gag. I'm going to (laughs) say... On that one. What did the duck say when it bought lipstick? Uh, no, I don't know. Put it on my bill. Oh, yeah. What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. <laughs> that, I tell you what, I nearly went for uh-uh, but that's getting a... What? I'll tell you something. It's actually quite the, good. the reason we're doing this on the wireless is for that joke. That was at seven in, that is, seven down. Yeah. But that's worth it. That's the best one, is that, yeah, is that I, the best one? That is quite good. I, well, well, let's leave it there for now. Um, I've got another 25 of those to go through. I bet you guys can't wait. Here we go. <laughs> the Dave Berry Show. Berry by name, Dave Berry also by name. Wicked, wicked. Jungle is massive. Wicked, wicked. Jungle is massive.
And now it is time for your text sent to us from the 1990s. Hi, Dave. I'm using my new one-to-one mobile contract. It is ace. And the coverage is mega, too. It covers most of London and the whole of the M1 corridor as far as Wolverhampton from Cliff (laughs) in Romford. Thanks, Cliff. Hi, Dave and Matt. I've just bought a whole new wardrobe after watching that band Bewitched on SMTV. (laughs) I really think their look will catch on. Mark my words, they'll be bigger than that flash-in-the-pan Spice Girls stuff, says Emma in Crouch End. What did they wear, Bewitched? Was it sort of dungarees? Was it a lot of denim? denim. It was a lot of denim going on. The occasional cowboy hat as well, I believe. Uh, Why do I know so much about Bewitched? (laughs) Uh, Hi, Dave and Matt. I just love how these crazy solicitors have decorated their house in this life. All those bright accent walls will go down really well with my magic eye posters from Caroline in Woking. That was a great show. I wonder if that stood the test of time this life. It was great, wasn't it? It must have done. It launched many careers. Yeah, Yeah. it was brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, it must have done. It was such a good show. M&D, so excited. It's my birthday next week and I'm getting a pop swatch. Super Soaker and a Fruit of the Loom jumper. Oh, Wicked. Fruit of the Loom. Gonna go now and buy some a Gobstopper and Nerds. Oh, you can still yeah. get Nerds. Tell you me can you can still get, get Nerds, I think. Love yeah. Nerds. Was there a watermelon flavour? Oh, nerd. remember that? I'm tape? salivating. That plasticky watermelon it's, taste. It's gonna be the, it's gonna be the new Nugs. <laughs> oh, oh you've got be. me going. Oh. You've got me going. Oh, quick. Oh. Uh, here's one from John in Witness. Oh, he says, uh, "I'm not very happy. I've fallen off my Santa Cruz skateboard and." Ripped my oh. Walker tracksuit and dirtied my British Knights trainers. Oh, oh remember the BKs? A BK British Knights. They were they were massive at one point. There was another one called SPX. And I remember Jeff Sumner was the only lad in my year to have SPX trainers, and they cost a fortune and looked very similar to British Knights. To I remember the, the Santa Cruz skateboard. I remember yeah. Jack Kennedy used to get um, RAD magazine, which oh. stood for both rad and rad. read and destroy. <laughs> oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, because wow. we, we were that. Enough. We better get rid of this this material. It was so gnarly. Yeah, and uh, John (laughs) says he can't complain uh, because he shouldn't have had the volume up so loud on his new Dat Walkman. Gonna pop this can of fizzy quattro and all will be awesome, dude. (laughs) That is good work from John in Witness. And uh, also a shout-out to Nick in Tellington, who simply texted, Geezer, you scuffed my feelers. Oh! (laughs) Your quotes from the 90s. (laughs) Another nice trainer-based one. Thank you very much indeed for those. More will return next week. Coming up next, well, Matt is going to hop into his time machine to give you the chance to be at the Brit Awards. Shh. Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. But right now, well, family-friendly jokes. Sure, they're a thing, but are they actually funny? Mm. Matt, you're giving us the test on these. It's I've about got... 50-50 so far, isn't it? Yeah, there was a couple... You were relatively impressed by the last batch. Uh, yeah, I mean, mm. I'm probably not going to be using any of them at family gatherings, but, you know, oh. maybe maybe there'll be one. My whole point in doing this, because you're the family man, <laughs> not I know. Right, OK, well. um, Okay, here we go. You got your little uh, buzzers yeah, ready? OK. OK. A horse walks into a bar, the bartender says, Hey! The horse replies, Sure. Yes, that's really old. It's an embarrassing dad joke, that, to be fair. Apparently, you can't use beef stew as a password. It's not strong enough. That, that's good. I mean, to be fair, that's good. I'd say that's good. I like it. If you've got 10 apples in one hand and 14 oranges in the other, what do you have? I don't know. Really, really big hands. <laughs> 
It's all in the delivery, and you're, you're doing a good delivery here. So I'm not, there's no attempt at delivery here. I'm just literally reading it. aloud. It's the way you tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Another great cultural reference there for everyone. <laughs> uh, what do you call two monkeys that share an Amazon account? Uh, I don't know. Prime mates. Oh, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, okay. I like it. Yeah? It's a yes. It's a yes for me. Sorry, I'm trying to scroll through the adverts here. Right, um... A man walks into a lawyer's office and asks, how much do you charge? The lawyer says $5,000 for three questions. Well, that's pretty expensive, isn't it? The man asks. Yes, says the lawyer. Now, what's your third question? (coughs) Okay. Okay. It gets three. (laughs) I just did not like it at all. Okay. Okay, I'm feeling confident about this one. (laughs) What do we want? Low-flying aeroplane noises. When do we want them? There you go. The delivery was everything. I took part in the suntanning Olympics. I only got bronze. Yeah, you got a laugh from Amanda, so you have to see. You have to see. You're working the room with these. Well, I'm going to leave it there. I've only got another 17 of these to do, so don't touch that dial. A slight pause, and Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. Well, one of the big things this week on the Dave Berry Show and Absolute Radio has been Matt Dyson jumping into his trusty time-travelling machine and going back to previous Brit Awards. And you have to guess which year he's in, and that's how you win tickets to this year's Brit Awards. Yes. And we're going to be doing that here, live on the show once again, in about ten minutes' time. But coincidentally, unless they've been inspired, there's been a whole spate of these people yeah, coming out claiming to have time-travelled. Suddenly, all over your timeline, there's videos about people travelling in time. There was the guy who said he had a lie detector test and he passed it, uh, apparently this really scientific lie detector test that he's from the future. And then there's someone saying they've got a picture from the future. That's conveniently blurry because apparently time travel blurs photographs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah which, oh, it's quite, quite clever, isn't it? it. Uh, and now there's a new one, uh, William Taylor, who claims uh, not only to have worked for the British Intelligence Agency but also has travelled into the future twice. Yeah. Uh, the first time he went to the year 3000, because he knew everything was going be okay thanks to busted So yeah, he bought no. his scuba gear because he no. knew. Yeah, he says there wasn't uh, there wasn't actually water, but they do fly. They've got flying cars, uh, yeah. and he just drops in hoverboards. So as you're well. saying that Busted Probably. lied to us? James, yeah, yeah, Charlie, yeah. and Matt lied. Busted's prediction was a bit off. I mean, there's not much oxygen. He does say that about the year three thousand. There's not much oxygen, so he had to get back into his metal sphere and go back in time. Pretty sharpish. It's so amazing because at the moment I'm listening to an audiobook by Professor Brian Cox, and it's really just all this all. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's all, all the same. All, it's basically what he's saying. Well, the, the, I watched the I watched the entire. 15 minute video <laughs> so I've listened wow. to this guy and, and what, what do you think? Doing? He sat in this dingy office with an old looking laptop reading notes off a piece of paper if he went to the future why didn't he get some latest tech to use he for this? Have a I don't laptop know. if he'd been to the future. He took pictures in the future and they were confiscated by the British intelligence well, of people they were. so that's why he can't get them. Because he's claiming he's also been not only to the year 3000 but also to 8973 is that how yeah. we're going to pronounce that? I have no idea. Yeah yeah that's yeah 
So just over 6,000 years in the 6, future. 6,000 years into the future. When, by the way, uh, he didn't. He saw people, they weren't human people. They had big heads and big eyes, and they were basically half robot, half human. Shall and we? that's what inhabits the Earth. Well, everybody, settle down. We're going to play the full 15-minute clip for you right now <laughs> on the show. So, no, no, we've got a little snippet for you. Here we go. We had developed a machine that allowed one to not only time travel, but move between these parallel universes. This is how time travel works. Every time someone travels, they travel between parallel universes. Mm -hmm. They travel to an alternate universe, or a universe in which the year is different from the one they came from. That is why some accounts of the future might be different than others. So this is, he's saying the government, uh, the governments around the world are withholding all this new technology from us, the people, right? But he made a prediction that by 2030, yeah. that's when people will start being honest about time travel and we'll all be able to get involved. So 2030, put it in your diary now. That's when we can all start time travelling. Oh, that's so creepy. Just you said that, an older-looking me just appeared at the window of the studio. <laughs> he's come with some kind of warning. Right now on your radio, it's the man, Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. Good evening, it's the Dave Berry Show here on Absolute Radio, where we are embedded deep, deep inside another one of our tradespeople to the stars. And this evening, he manifests himself in the perfect shape of John from Ramsgate. Good evening to you, John. Good evening, good evening. Great having you on the show. So, John, uh, let's start at the very beginning. Uh, what's your trade? What was your trade? What do you do? I'm, uh, I'm a builder. I, I've got my own company uh, doing sort of building work, mainly in the West End. Okay, would you like to shamelessly plug that company? Would you like to give yourselves a shout-out? Well, it's just under my, my, my name, John Cronk Building Services. Um, Very nice. And that, that's it, basically. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so who have you supplied from the world of celebrity with your building services? I've, I've, I've worked for, um, well, for Paul Weller, which is his phone calls about, and DC Lee's ex-wife. Um, it, I've inadvertently worked for uh, Robin Williams and... Um, oh, Gary Barlow. Wow, and so... But we, I, I, most of the stuff that I've done, we've had to sign NDA, so we, we're not allowed to disclose. Uh, oh, non-disclosure agreements with the building Except for the ones firm. about Take That and the Star Council. <laughs> take That and the Star Council don't do the NDAs. Amazing. They don't care, they make their own rules. <laughs> on on yeah. so many levels. Well, let's focus on uh, DC Lee and, and the Modfather, shall we? Um, did you yeah. get to meet them whilst you were uh, working with them? Yes, yeah. I, I was, what happened was I was doing a, um, quite a large job in uh, Holland Park and DC Lee worked two doors down. And having worked there and, and annoying her very much with deliveries and whatever, we ended up getting chatting and she's a lovely, lovely person. She's beautiful on the outside, beautiful on the inside. I ended up doing some work for her and one morning, my, actually, I'm not a, wasn't a big fan of Paul Weller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're losing you, John. Go now. <laughs> well, no, I like his music, but it's not a big fan. It's his hair, isn't it? Thing. I know what you mean. <laughs> but my, my, my message was, um, and one morning I was outside having a cigarette, like you do, outside the job, yeah. and all of a sudden this little mini's come flying around the corner. I was actually on the phone to my, my missus at the time. This mini's come flying around the corner. And nearly took me out. <laughs> I went. I don't, don't believe this. A few, blue, few words came out. Yeah. Okay. Went, yeah. I've, I've just nearly been knocked over by Paul Weller. <laughs> so, oh so, yes. Karen, Karen, you're joking. I went. No, no, no. Paul Weller's parked up. 
got out of the car, see that I was smoking. The first words he said to me was, I'm really sorry about that, I'm a terrible driver. So I went, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> You don't happen to have a fair spare fag, do you? <laughs> so there I was giving Paul Weller a cigarette. And it sort of steam, steamrolls from there, really. We got chatting. Um, and Dee wasn't in at the time, so I was standing outside talking to Paul. Um, and then it sort of went on from there. We we ended up sort of pretty good, well, say friends, but, you know, I'd, I'd add as friendly as you can to. With someone who just guy, tried to kill uh, you and then pops the fag off you. Yeah, I know what you mean, John. Yeah, exactly. Well, my, I, I put the phone down to my mistress. She didn't believe me when I got back in, when I rang her up. Anyhow, a few weeks later, uh, Dee said to me, Oh, Paul said, do you fancy come and see and play at Brixton Academy? So I went, yeah, yeah, all right. That's lovely. Get tickets for me and Karen. <clears throat> we turned up and they was access all area tickets. And it was we had a fantastic evening. But the funny thing about it was, like I said, Karen was a big fan of Paul Weller's. And when I took him in to introduce her, we went in to see him before they got on stage. And uh, I went, Paul, this is Karen, Karen, this is Paul. And Paul went forward to give Karen a, a cuddle and a kiss. And Karen went, oh, oh you smell beautiful. And she was so starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and that was it. And, and we sort of stayed friends for quite a while. But obviously, I, I'm not in that league, So we sort of used to drift apart, sort of thing. But no, it was, uh, it was quite oh. a nice guy. Very, very nice night. John, what a fabulous story. I, we normally finish Trace People to the Stars by asking, did they offer to make you a cup of tea? But the fact uh, he nearly killed you, Ponce the Fag, no, and then gave did. you triple A for you <laughs> yeah. and your missus to go to, to see him in, in a gig is uh, is perfect. It's been really lovely talking to you, John. Continued no success, worries. my friend, and thanks very much for being on the show. Give it up for John, everybody. Well done, mate. Thank you very much. A pleasure. <laughs> we'll send you an air freshener. Give it to Paul. He can hang his car. You're listening to the hip and fresh sounds of the Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Uh, what really was a nice kind of jet in the arm uh, when we arrived was that Matt's kids were here. Um, oh, yeah. Always nice to see Bess and Maggie. So cute. They are. They're always like, they always like to see Unky Dave, you know, well, quite likewise, you know. You know, Maggie will get there, but I know that I've conquered Bess. When you do your little uh, cross-eyed face, <laughs> <laughs> it gets her every time. <laughs> yeah, it gets her every well, time. Well, hers isn't too bad, to She's be fair. She's yeah, got Bess know. can uh, raise her eyebrows up and down, uh, flare her nostrils and go buzz-eyed all at the same time. Yeah, no. I, I taught her that. Quite proud. Credit, quite credit proud. is due. Um, so there's obviously, because it's half term, there's a lot of kids in the workplace at the moment and um, yeah. this is what we kind of wanted to start the show with and we're planning on, because um, you guys are always brilliant at getting in touch, uh, we're planning on kind of peppering the whole broadcast with these um, because a lot of kids are going to work with mum and dad. Well, you've got to do something with them at half term, haven't you? you certainly yeah. have. Um, I, I don't have kids. That's why it's so nice to see yours. It's yeah. like seeing my nieces. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and they have similar ages. So, I mean, Leona's had her son in here during the show. He's been sitting yes, where you sit. He has, he's yes. been sitting opposite where I sit now. Doing all um, sorts of on, on her Insta and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's better at operating the buttons on the desk here yeah. than I am, you know, <laughs> so he's actually learnt a skill. Well, he might as well. Um, and so what we wanted to do was ask a kind of, it's a three-pronged attack here when it comes to the texts and the tweets, is we want to know uh, the skills that your kids uh, may have learnt on half, half term whilst being at work with you. Yes. Uh, which would be really good. Um, we'd also like to know 
um, the things at work that you've attempted to dress up as fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. It's a long... Eight hours is a long, long <laughs> time a long to shift, fill. It's a long shift, isn't it? And there's only so much they can sit watching a tablet for yeah. or playing on an app. You've got to come up... You've got to be creative. Your colleagues have got to get involved and yeah. help you out for <laughs> yeah. a stint as well. You know, yeah. you, you this, need that. This is a game called Loading the Office Dishwasher. <laughs> it's fascinating fun, but we, we, we put, in, put yeah. the things in one by one, yeah. yeah. 45 minutes she was there before someone told her that phone wasn't plugged into anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what we'd also like as well is to give the, the young people listening, the kids who are being forced, quite frankly, to go to work with their parents or guardians, you can get in touch as well. For all of those things, the numbers are the same. Uh, they are 8, 12, 15 on the text, so you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, when it t- uh, comes to things you learnt on half term, uh, I went to work with my dad when I was about um, eight years old, yeah. and uh, his foreman allowed me to learn how to operate a JCB. Oh, wow. Which, when you're eight years old, is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, On your own? Well, it wasn't until... That's a good follow-up question, Matt. That's your real journalistic training kicking in. Because it wasn't until many, many years later I worked out, well, of course, I was eight, so someone else was doing all the stuff. I was just effectively sitting in the the cockpit there. Oh, still. still Well, no, because I applied for so many jobs as a JCB operator and got turned down. It turns out it's because I don't know how to use one. You were lied to. (laughs) I don't know how to use one. It makes sense now. That was a song, and this is another song. On the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. And it is a charm having you on board. Uh, it is Valentine's Day today. We don't it want to is. get too much into it, really, because it's not for everyone. No, it's, it's, not, it's not my thing. Scam but to sell cards, isn't it, really? Precisely. Yeah. But that's how Matt and I feel about it. But we don't want to tar the whole of the UK with our kind of against Valentine's Day brush. Uh, so we were going to do a tiny little bit on it today on the show, which was effectively Matt reading out your kind of messages, your ode of love to the to a special person in your life. But we scrapped that in favour of something else, which we'll get onto right. a little later on. But that meant that, uh, well... The head of photo shop department, Brendan, is back and he has expertly put your head yeah, so many pictures. on a body. <laughs> and it's I think it's his greatest work. It's, yeah, so it's... we've tweeted it out anyway. So oh. at Absolute Radio, uh, take a look at it. It's Sensual Dyson uh, at his very best. Oh, if you've got the facilities or oh, the time, wow. I suggest maybe even um, saving the picture on your phone from our Twitter feed, printing it out and giving it to your uh, loved one as your Valentine's Day. <laughs> Card. Wow. But it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know whose body that is? No. I found out whose body it was. It? I asked it? Head of Photoshop Brendan. It is, um, it's, obviously, it bears no I mean, resemblance to your... it's not disastrous, to, your... to be fair. It's all right. It bears no resemblance to your body whatsoever, but, well, but yeah. it was, I think he was going for a cherub look. <laughs> so he picked George from Seinfeld. Oh, Costanza. This is George yeah. Costanza's <laughs> yeah. body. Yeah. Well, he looks good. Yeah, he looks good. He's, he's a great, he's a Hollywood A-lister. I think he shaves his back hair as well, which is an interesting thing. I, I <laughs> Don't. We started another <laughs> show with a strong fashion, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so anyway, you can see that on our Twitter feed. Give us wow. a little follow as well. Just press that blue button at Absolute Radio. Um, but now, Matt, well, you say that it's just a crock to sell cards. Yeah. But let's change things up a bit, shall oh, we? Yeah, right, yeah. Because, Matt, what was Valentine's Day like this morning in the Dyson household? Well, 
you know, I've learnt many things over the years. I, I didn't buy a card. I, I got some flowers later on in the day, surely, when, after she'd said that I'd forgotten. I haven't forgotten. I'm just going to ride just Barry just White get... while you do this, by the way. I, t- I, I mean, I took, the, it's half ter- I took, the, t- took the kids to the cinema because it's half term. Went to see Early Man, which is amazing, by the way. Okay. Really, really good album and production. Uh, and then, uh, but before that, just as a little nod to Valentine's Day, uh, for my wife's breakfast, I took her up a coffee and some toast, some Marmite on toast. So we're already in breakfast Here's in the, bed territory. Yeah, she, yeah, she's having breakfast. And she has she's breakfast nice. in bed a lot, to be oh, fair. Oh, OK, fair enough. So, um, so I've taken it, but a little, little nod to romance. Just a little tip you can I'm try yourself I'm about to go full home. Barry here, by the way. Uh, go on, Matt. Uh, we've got a heart-shaped cookie cutter. Oh. So I cut the toast into a heart shape. Yeah, There you go. Feels so good. Still put a bit of butter. <laughs> around there, a bit of Marmite, and it's romantic toast. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Romantic toast Try is a good yourself. name for a podcast. Let's write that down and do something with that. Anyway, so we're going to put a little bit of Valentine's Day action in the show for you this evening slash uh, this afternoon. Fighting fit is Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. Absolute radio. Rag and Bone Man, hello. All right, mate. Welcome to Town Hall, Birmingham. Thank you very much. Quite decadent surroundings. Yeah, it smells funny though, doesn't it? It's, it's got an old school smell, yeah. but not in that way, like in a kind of 11th century old school smell. It's a bit funky. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something we can change for you? I've got a load of um, Dave Berry Show car air fresheners, and they're very potent. Cool. If we open one of those bad boys, the smell will be gone. Cut the scented candles, we'll be be all right. Um, Are you the kind of artist who likes to walk the course, so to speak? Like when you arrive at a venue in a new town or in a new country, do you like to have a little look around? Do you like to get a sense of where you're going to be, or do you just want to get out there? Sometimes it's become increasingly difficult to do that. Okay. Because people know who I am. Yes. (laughs) Nowadays, and I, I can't really hide behind stuff no. you know I mean? <laughs> which has always been a problem yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so um, no I mean I like coming to Birmingham anyway I know a lot of people around there have got some friends and that so it's more about catching up with old, old friends and stuff. oh that's nice that's really good yeah. we were chatting um, to our friend Pete Donaldson who's an absolute radio DJ and he mm. spoke to you last year and you told Pete that you insist on having a picture of an EastEnders cast member wherever yeah. you go um, well with that in mind I'd like to present you with the shiny badge of the Panini world well Oh, go on then. (laughs) Can I ask you how you're feeling at this moment in time? That's that's very cool. I mean, you know, I'm excited about the Brit Awards and that, but you've taken it up to another level, really. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about the Brit, shall we? Um, You won Best Breakthrough and Critics' Choice last year. You're up for three more this year, which I believe are Best British Single, British Album and Solo Artist. Is there one of those you'd secretly rather win over the others? Is there one that would mean a bit more to you? Everybody wants the album. That's okay. the big one, I think. Okay. Um, but you know what? I'm up against some big people, and I could see Ed Sheeran taking everything, and any you know he fully deserves it. But really, I get to play at the Brits this year. That's the biggest thing for Performing me. Performing at the Brits. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And you know what? I'd give up winning any award just to play there. So. What about the, the Brits you already have? And if, and I'm sure you will win some this year. Where are you keeping them at the house? Is there um, a place where you, you're giving them to your family? What are you doing with them? Well, they're, they're just on my mantelpiece at the moment, but i got a little boy and my boy's just over five months and it ain't going to be long before he's reaching up and grabbing stuff. Yeah. So I've got to find somewhere else to put them, somewhere a little bit more out of reach. Yes, well, I was going to ask you, congratulations on, on being a father much. for the first time. Um, your son was born back in September, I believe. Yeah, yeah. What is the one piece of advice you would give to other newbie parents 
watching and listening to this right now? Is there there's something you've learned quick smart? Uh, my, my dear friend who I do the show with, Matt Dyson, sat over there, father to two beautiful daughters. His, his piece of advice to everyone was, uh, your money ain't your own anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very touching. <laughs> yeah, I did get a call from my, um, my accountant one day and he, and he was like, did you just... Um, buy 40 different things on Amazon and I was like yeah I just had a, a baby and there's a lot of stuff you need so with with your baby at home does that mean this year at the Brits you are going to go straight home after you finish performing and maybe winning or is this the perfect excuse to go out and do some after show parties this is the perfect excuse to do some after show parties <laughs> I mean you know what it's the Brits it's the Brit Awards it only happens once a year so um, I think I'm entitled to have a nil knees up uh, well listen Rag and Bow Man it's been a real pleasure spending some time with you here on the sofa I, I want your mantelpiece to look uh, like Brit Award Brit Award mm. well art picture yeah. Brit Award Brit Award Brit Award enjoy the gig tonight give it up for Rag and Bow Man thank everybody you very much. thank you very much aside for sore eyes Dave Berry The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio well, we're breaking out the wars of love quite a lot today because it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to be riding Barry White, which is a radio terminology for moving a fader up and down. I should point that out. Yeah, good, should have pointed that out just earlier, about clear, half an hour ago. Actually. Um, so what we want to do today, and we're going to just effortlessly thread this throughout our live broadcast from London, is if you and your beloved, your special person, your adorable little love bean could not care less about Valentine's Day, then send Matt and I a message and we'll read it out because I think this encapsulated perfectly. It's not just about love and these huge um, acts of uh, how much you're into yeah, somebody. big expensive gestures. It's, it's not about that. It's about the day-to-day. Mm. So, you know, whilst you might get your, your Valentine a card, maybe you're not going to bother, but maybe they will receive a text message today saying... Don't forget to put the bins out. They yes. come tomorrow. Yeah, I yeah. didn't have time this morning to do the recycling. Practicalities. That's what, That's what. from practicalities, love grows. Yes, it's that's true, the, yeah. You need to be yeah. built on solid foundations. Yeah. These day-to-day text Trust. messages yeah. are the thing, well, yeah. Cooperation. Are the yeah. things that make it work going forward. <laughs> exactly. You need those. They're the, they're the cornerstones of a good relationship. So let's celebrate the mundane between you lovebirds on Valentine's Day. The number is 81215 on the text, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. As I say, get in touch when you you got a chance because we're going to be doing them throughout the show but the mundane the day-to-day between you and your partner that's what we're looking for you're listening to the all-new and totally fantastic dave barry show on absolute radio <gasps> barry so what we're doing as our nod to valentine's day is that we believe that it's not the flouncy cards and flowers that the couple maketh it is the day-to-day stuff it's the minutiae, it's the details that you have to drill down into, even though sometimes life can be very difficult. If you've got a rock of a partner, they can see you through that. Yeah. And I think that's real love, and I think that's what we should be celebrating today, You're right. not teddy bears. Amen to that. So we're getting you to send the messages that just mean what life goes on, we're all living our lives as a couple, 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, this message was between two people. Hey, hun, when you come home, avoid pearly way at McDonald's and pets at home. Traffic lights not working. Kiss, kiss. And that was from Alan J from Croydon. Travel, That's what we mean. Travel tips. Shows you, shows you care. Yeah, tra- you know? nothing's more romantic than a travel update. If I've said it once, <laughs> I've said it a thousand times. Uh, if you go to Tesco, we need Lou Roll. That was a genuine text that Steve wow, received today from his girlfriend. Uh, me and my missus, this is to us, Matt. Me and my missus uh, aren't... 
are supposed to have some sofas delivered today. Her first message to me on Valentine's Day was, what's going on with these sofas? Are they coming or what? To which I replied, don't know. I'm at work. I'm busy. Who said romance is dead? <laughs> oh, uh, hey, but they can snuggle up on those sofas later on when they arrive, can't they? And you've got to think about the practicalities you know. of all the unpacking. There's always that plastic oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, and then oh, under the little feet, you think. get those little cardboard, like, squ- yeah. right angles, don't you? You've yeah. got to take off. It's a nightmare. Oh, yeah. This is what we mean. This is good stuff. Um, wasn't meant to be seeing my boyfriend today, Dave and Matt, but I have some documents that need scanning ASAP, so I'm on my way to use his scanner. Hashtag romance <laughs> from Hannah in Ealing. Wow. We love that. Cornerstones. 8, 12, 15. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Now I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is, as a little treat, I'm going to effortlessly mix from Barry White, Wars of Love, yeah. into the choral Dreaming of You. Wow, here we go. Beat match. Beat match, yeah. Oh, didn't go very well, did it? <laughs> we haven't been formally introduced, but he's called Dave Barry. The Dave Barry Show. On Absolute Radio. And so whenever we play three from the 90s, well, I say whenever, now and again, after we play three songs from the 90s like we just have, we uh, turn our attentions to a piece of literature from the same decade and a weightier tome uh, would be hard to find. Um, I've got my hands on, uh, via an auction website, um, the 1994 official annual of Take That. Wow. Now, the first thing about this is we leave through it, and it's very sweet. Uh, in the top left-hand corner, in what I imagine was her best handwriting, wow. it says Sarah Parker, oh, which is really lovely. That's who we, so we've actually bought this off Sarah Parker. Yeah, no, it's, it's obviously went to a, you know, into a sale somewhere. Oh, I mean, you, right. basically, you can't buy them individually. You have to buy a bundle. Oh, that's why we had the Gladiators oh, annual as well. I, I don't want to get into right. it. I've got a whole load of Just I 17 know, coming I mean, as well. I've never bought any weird mid-90s annuals, <laughs> so I don't know about the. Well, here we go. Goes, we're a consumer... We're a consumer show, so just giving you out the tips there. So, you're yeah, buy you have to bundle. buy a bundle. OK, good. It's so, nice. Sarah Parker, firstly, before we get any further, if you're listening... Oh, that would be amazing, If you bought it? the Take That Official Annual in 1994 and using what was a blue Parker pen, really? get in touch, 8, 12, 15. Uh, so, let's go to the content show. Lots of, uh, you imagine, glossy pictures of the boys. Uh, Matt, what would you... Where shall I go to? We've got Spotlight on Gary, uh, My Manchester. Yeah. We've got Spotlight on Robbie, Marco in Fact File, yeah. Spotlight on Howard or that's ambition. Well, I mean, Howard, we often don't hear that we don't hear that much about Howard. The other, okay. We hear about the other ones all the time, even to this day we still hear about the other ones. Let's have some Howard. <laughs> if he said it once, <laughs> he said it a thousand times. What was this saying? Howard Donald. Oh, no, so, yeah. That was the second yeah. biggest Howard word Donald, on the yes. fact file after uh, Howard. Course, yeah, 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 you guessed it. Here we go. Um full name, Howard Paul Donald, date of birth, 28th of April 1968. He's a strapping 6'1. Uh, what was your earliest? ambition, Howard wanted to be an airline pilot. Ooh. Um, what was your first musical performance at infant school singing Crazy Horses by the Osmonds? <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets a little bit Brent with this one, which I like. A bit David Brent. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Do what makes you happy. Oh. I told that to myself. <laughs> no one gives Howard advice. He's coming up with his own <laughs> own affirmations for Instagram, <laughs> which is very good. Um, what else have we got here? What's your best slash worst attribute? Best. <laughs> 
his best attribute is making up dance routines with Jason. That's what he did. That's what he did, wasn't it? Him and Orange, they were on the moves. And his worst is, I don't think I say enough in interviews, and then it ends. It's just literally that three sentences. Yeah. Just doesn't say um, wow. Something that caught my eye was take that in the studio. Uh, take that, I'm master craftsman when it comes to the art of making classic pop. And there's just Robbie sat there with his shirt open and a medallion on, just like with a biro, just writing stuff down in front right, of you know right. what I think is a Ben Tom, a Ben Tempe 4000 keyboard in front wow. of him. Um, how do they get the record? How do they get to recording each hit? According to Mark, the atmosphere in the this is according to Mark. The atmosphere in the studio is usually pretty easy going. It's a bit of a sit down, really. Eat lots of food, play cards, just wait to be called. I bet Gary is livid. Yeah. Gary clearly doing all the hard He's work. He's doing all the hard work. What's there, the creative really? process like, Mark Owen? Just sit around playing cards with Howard and Jason, really. Unbelievable. When they're done making up their dance routines, we're pretty, <laughs> we're pretty cool. Who's this chirpy chappy on Absolute Radio? I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Berry on the Dave Berry Show, of course. I don't know why I'm speaking in such a stilted fashion. <laughs> Hi there. Word. Pause. <laughs> Word. Pause. Yeah, um, you've gone all William Shatner <laughs> on us for some reason. I don't think we have landed on a planet that we can survive on. Um, well, that's a bit more Tony Blair, actually, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah. This is why it's called Matt Don't Impression Me Much. Anyway, Ed Sheeran's song there, Castle on the Hill, it's a, it's a nostalgic nod to his childhood, growing up where he did, and, yeah. and that's nice. And earlier on, we played Do You Remember the First Time by Pulp, mm. which is kind of where this idea came. Uh, so bringing these worlds together and using the middle-sized question as the banner, what I'd like to tell you a little story that today is a very special day for me because whilst I don't celebrate Valentine's Day as such, yeah. it was on this day, a few years back, that I had my first kiss. Oh, really? And when wow. I say a few years back, I mean 2015. <laughs> <laughs> no, a few years back. Oh. And it was... Um, it was at the John Roan School, which is my secondary school in, in South London, and it was yeah. at their Valentine's Disco. Oh, um, nice. I arrived, I arrived chauffeur-driven. Oh. But, well, it was my mum's f Ford Fortiera, but, <laughs> you know, chauffeur-driven nonetheless. It was like my Super Sweet 16. I'd borrowed a gold chain from my dad. Wow. Yeah, that's right, a producer, Amanda, yeah. So, you know, no-one stood a chance. So medallion style. Well, it wasn't a medallion, it was just a gold chain, but I just ha- I had it hanging outside the T-shirt just to, you know, oh, prove that's... my wealth. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> Just, I'm a high roller. That's yeah, what the message yeah, I was putting across. Yeah, yeah. That was what I was doing. But um, So what we'd like to do for the middle-sized question is ask your name, their name and where. Yes, on Valentine's Day, we're talking first kisses. Oh. So I'll get the ball rolling. David, Sophie, the car park at John Roan School. Wow. Matt, do you want to join this? Uh, my, my first kiss was uh, with uh, a, a girl called Care Bergen, which is a very unusual name, isn't it? But me and Alistair Brown went out with her... Uh, Alistair Brown went out with her twin, Vanessa, and I went out with her her twin, uh, Care, and we lined up in the school playground one day and we kissed. Yeah, so that's it. So it's like, I don't wow, know why I'm doing that. Like, it's like a soap opera. <laughs> 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 I find so, out what yeah. happened next week. <laughs> yeah. uh, so her was, name was Care. So, so it's Matthew care yeah at outside Hayden the school. Road Primary School yeah. Hayden Road Primary in, School in, in Sherwood in Nottingham yeah oh that's like <gasps> in Sherwood in Nottingham yeah yeah that's Sh- amazing not Sherwood Forest no the oh, Sherwood oh. area of Nottingham I was all excited yeah, then yeah, in Robin no. Hood and all there's that. no woodland action um, no. producer Amanda <laughs> uh, your name his or her name and where Amanda Chris 
Um, King Down School Disco. Oh, another Beautiful. school disco. Another disco one. Oh, yes. <laughs> and maybe the song, if there was one. I didn't have a song at the time. But it's over to you. We want to know your name, their name and where. It's first kisses as the middle-sized question. 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. It's wacky. It's fun. It's outrageous. Oh, hold on. I've picked up the Funhouse lyrics again. It's quite simply the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Where the topic du jour, as it's Valentine's Day, is your first kiss. We just want your name, their name and where. Hiya, Dave and Matt. My name, Michelle. His name, Adrian. Sitting on our bikes, crouched down behind the hedges of my parents' house, which physically speaking is quite a difficult thing to do. Yeah, on the bikes. Sitting on our bikes, crouched down behind the hedges of my parents' house. Thank you for doing the mime to this, (laughs) producer Amanda. Now I see what she means. Thank you. Sorry, Michelle, my apologies. Can you do the mime again? Because I still don't understand it. So they're on the bikes, but they're behind a hedge. But is that like, was it a folding bike then? Because you have to fold the bike. It must have been a Brompton 4000, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken. Judging by that mime, she's driving a Brompton 4000. Um, Anyway, uh, it was behind a a hedge outside her parents' house in 76, 77. A song wasn't playing, but our song was Forever Autumn. He blew my socks off. Wow. (laughs) Dave with Sophie outside Larkfield Swimming Pool in Kent. After that, we dated for a while before she dumped me for my best mate. Young love can be tough, man. Joe, and either... (laughs) That's a great start to a text, isn't it? (laughs) Now, it's Joe and either Gary Webb or Keith McCarthy. (laughs) It was the playground at St Mary's Primary School in Gosport. And then Daniel, unknown, Halo Under-18s club. (laughs) Get in there, Danny boy. Get in there, Joe. Uh, Mike and Anna on the ghost train at a Traylands Funfair in Maidenhead. Oh, good Silky a, moves. Old technique that, yeah. Oh, come on the oh, ghost yeah, train te- with yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, you might get scared. I'm here to comfort you. If you get scared, don't worry. And then another one here from Tom. Tom and Katie under a table in a restaurant in Tenerife <laughs> while the parents enjoyed the local rum. Wow. Oh, what a, oh, I love our listeners. Such a classy yes. bunch, just like us in many ways. It's just perfect. <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing these lovely stories of your first kisses on Valentine's Day. We really do appreciate it.